What's up? Good morning. Happy Monday. Start of the work week for you. It's World Hockey Report Live. Cody Jansen. Come to you on 12 Ounce Sports Radio Network. Busy weekend in the hockey world. Lots to talk about. So let's get right into it. Hey, we gotta talk about the incident. It's it's a tough one to actually talk about. The more you listen, the more you look into it. That Matt Calvert situation, very sticky. A lot of different sides to the story. A lot of different places, or, you know, people on different points of view. Let's go with that. We're going to break that all down, of course. The Flames, a pathetic road trip. You get outscored 9 nothing. whatever it was. Arizona, Vegas, they lay schlackings on you. It's unacceptable. And that just proves how this Flames... It, it almost reminded me of their playoffs last year. There was no real fight back. The only thing I'll say is, if this weekend road trip was used for a rookie party, all right, let's let's you know sweep it under the table, water under the bridge. We'll forget about it. But is that even a good enough excuse? Got to play guilty sometimes. And the Flames clearly proving they can't do that. The Isles. We're going to talk about them again. Points in 14 straight games. Three goal comeback on Philly. Wild. Just how good they're playing. You got to give props. Barry Trotz still. He's making a team with no superstars look like a contender. And they're faking out a bunch of people. I, I really don't think that they still are. It's a team that got swept by, what, Carolina last year? So I'm not going to put them in that contender category yet. But they're, they're definitely making a lot of people think. And uh, is the Babcock era on the back nine? I seen a tweet. I can't confirm it. I didn't screenshot it, of course, because why would I do that? In the last... Fiscal year, 2019, something like that. The Leafs have won like 28 of their last 60 plus games. Below 500 in 2019. Everyone knows their playoff track record. But this is a team that people are constantly saying, oh, they're going to be cup contenders. Oh, Freddie Anderson's elite in the league. Oh, Austin Matthews, he's up there with Connor McDavid. No, they are not at all. And where does that start? I, I, I just go and pump Barry Trotz's tires with the Islanders. I don't see why that can't come into effect. Babcock's making... Not double what Trotz is, but you see the benefit of a good coach and a coach who can connect with his players. And I'm not sure if Mike Babcock can't connect with, I mean, yeah, sure, let's give it to him in Detroit. But there's a lot of players who, let's say, are not on friendly terms with Mike Babcock. And those are a lot of old school guys who I think Mike Babcock did better connect with. I mean, think of the, the Red Wings. But if he can't connect to this younger generation, 
You're just an extra body on the bench, taking up space, wasting time, and uh, using a lot of that Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment's money. So I, I really do think they have to seriously consider a coaching change. But we'll break that down a little bit later on in the show. Of course, we'll talk to your report brought to you by Seat Giant, ucgiant.ca or .com. When you're looking to buy tickets for a sporting event, concert, whatever it may be, and use the promo code 12OZSports to get the best seats, the best prices. And of course, if you're on their website, whether mobile or on a laptop, you can see where you're going to sit. You can preview the seats. It's unreal. I talk about it every time, but it's definitely a game changer. Just knowing, kind of in that visual of where you're going to be sitting before you spend money on those tickets. You don't want to be going in blind. Why, if you're going to the game on the island, Barclays Center, whatever, you want to be able to see both sides of the ice. A little bit different if you're at Rogers Place. But hey, of course, you're going to save money when you punch in that promo code 12OZ Sports on SeatGiant.ca and .com. Let's get back to that Matt Calvert incident. It's a scary one. For those of you who didn't see it, would highly recommend checking out the video. Although it is tough to watch, it's something that needs to be talked about. It really does. This is a a scary situation that the NHL is lucky that something worse didn't happen. What happens... Well, let's walk through that situation first. Okay, uh, it's five or six on four against the Canucks. They're, they're down by two. Uh, Calvert goes to block a shot, gets it in the head. So he's laying on the ice. He's bleeding from his head. And the refs don't blow it down because Vancouver has possession, not Colorado. Vancouver goes, I believe they score on the play, not that that even matters at this point. But you just can't let that happen. I know Eric Johnson, Nathan McKinnon, those guys, they all had harsh words to say about it after. But the matter of fact is, is that is straight up unacceptable. You've got a guy on the ice, bleeding, just took a puck in the head. And you're going to let them play? Even the Vancouver Canucks players, I think it was Peterson, pretty much stopped playing. Looked at him, said something to him. I don't know. They, they obviously can't play an after, but when you've got the players on the ice concerned, now, that's a, that's a very touch-and-go subject. I get it. The rules are not in favor of the player. The player that's injured, that is. Because it's up to the ref. If this guy's injured, and it's not deemed to be serious, they play on until that team touches the puck. I don't know how this wasn't deemed serious. I get it. The refs are going to make a mistake. And you can't even say it's just one ref here. This isn't just one ref missing the call. The linesman can blow it down. You got four guys out there. 
No one thought that this was a dangerous play where someone's serious serious health, wow, was at risk. That's what gets me, is I just don't understand how they don't think that someone bleeding from their head after blocking a shot. Like, what? when would that ever come into play then? If not for that incident. That's as dangerous as it gets. You get a hockey puck in the wrong spot, that is your career. Done and done. Does the National Hockey League care about its players? I get it. There's certain instances where someone's going to block a shot, they're going to fake an injury, they're going to lay down, and they're going to try and take advantage of something like that if it's in place. This was the exact opposite of that case. Anyone watching the game, or who's even seen the replay, knows Matt Calvert ain't faking anything there. Hard to fake blood streaming out of your head. That's pathetic. It's, it is just pathetic on the NHL's part. I get it. The refs are going to miss calls. Some stuff just, it's going to fly past them. But that's inexcusable. And how do they fix it? I don't know. I honestly don't think that there's a perfect answer for how to fix it. You can't just blow it down every time someone blocks a shot and they're laying on the ice. Because it's a lot different if you got a leg injury versus a head injury. And I've always talked about it, especially in the international game. I've, I've been a fan, being a former goaltender. If a goalie gets hit in the head with a puck, you blow it down. doesn't matter how serious it is, where the shot came from. I mean, half the time, these, these goalies, the, the buckles are coming undone. They're made to take that impact and lessen the blow. They're not made to take repeated impact to the head over and over. And it's just common sense to blow those plays down. So I've always been a fan of that for the goaltenders. For the players, it's a little bit different. You're not really blocking too many shots. You rarely see guys slide to block shots now. And so it's tough to say, well, Calvert doesn't get hit with that if he doesn't go down to block a shot. That's his job. On the line, he doesn't block that shot. He might not play the rest of the game. His job, being out there trying to save that win, is to keep the puck out of his net and do it at all costs. I get it. You shouldn't have to throw your head in front of there. Put yourself in that emotion. Put yourself in that situation. These guys want to win. They want to do whatever it takes to win. And I think anyone on the Vancouver Canucks would agree with that. Is you you can't let that play go on. Because what happens when it's your teammate next time? Actions have consequences. And if Matt Calvert was seriously hurt, the NHL, I don't know how you can shake that reputation. No other league would let that happen. The NHL letting their players lay on the ice, bleeding from their head while the play is going on. Why? Because it's not their team that has possession of the puck. 
What if that goes on for a minute or two? With Vancouver with control, say they take a shot, misses the net, goes back into the neutral zone, they gotta regroup, they get set up again, maybe they fumble one at the blue line, they gotta get back out. What happens if that goes on for 60 seconds? I know there's no real fiscal reason to have a lawsuit or anything, but like, if that's some sort of major injury and the NHL doesn't get held accountable, that is pathetic. This is something that needs to be addressed, and I, I really hope they do. I mean, I think everyone knows where I stand on this. I don't have an instant fix, but yet again, if you're not going to be with all the information that's out there, concussions, head injury, long-term brain damage, if you're not going to protect your players' heads, why even bother? That's a joke. It's pathetic. And the NHL just has to be better. The refs have to be better. The league has to be better. All in all, something's got to change. All right, before we go to commercial, let's take a look at the last night's games. Uh, Chicago beats Buffalo 4-1. Jack Eichel coming off a four-goal game. Doesn't do too much. And Vegas, well, they like a schlacking on Calgary 6-0. The Hawks, they've won four in a row. Crazy there, Kirby Doc, Fort Saskin, shout out, what's up? Two goals for him, six points in four games now, in their past four. So four wins, the kid's heating up, everyone knows he's going to be putting the pocket that he's going to be a goal scorer at the next level, and he's doing it as an 18-year-old. But here's the crazier stat. In 11 career starts against Buffalo, Corey Crawford is 11-0. That's wild. 11-0 for Corey Crawford against Buffalo. And then the Calgary Flames game, that was just tough to watch. As I said before, you you just, maybe they got banged up all weekend. Rookie party. William Carlson with two. Eakin, Stone, Pacioretty, Statsny with the others. Cam Talbot makes 31 saves. No one really had any pushback. It's a close game until the third, and then the wheels really fall off. Flames a little bit more interested in all that extracurricular activity instead of scoring. Marc-Andre Fleury has always had the Flames number. Still no excuse. You give him an easy 30-save shutout. You got no traffic in front of the net. The power play was useless. Sean Monahan, Johnny Gaudreau, they're minus 5 out there. Lindholm's a minus 3. Anderson's a minus 3. That is a game that... Does it sum up how they actually play when games get tough? That playoff series against Colorado, well... Everyone seemed to kind of fold tent when things did get there. I've brought it up on multiple shows. I've brought it up on World Hockey Report. When? When did the Calgary Flames stick the TNT in the program and blow it up? What can you get for Johnny Gaudreau? What can you get for Sean Monaghan? This team, their best player is Matthew Kachuk, without a doubt. They've got some good pieces on the back end. 
but your big guns just aren't going to get it done. Don't kid yourselves. Gaudreau and Monaghan are not even close to McDavid and Dreisaitl, Pasternak, Bergeron, McKinnon, Rantanen. Gaudreau and Monaghan might not even be a top 10 duo in the NHL. That's how bad it is. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Flames' little short two-game road trip. They struggled. That was a tough one. We're going to go to commercial break, of course. We'll talk to your port line. Brought to you by BetMyBookie, mybookie.ag. Use promo code 12OZ Sports when you're making a deposit, and they're going to match that up to $1,000 on mybookie.ag. Promo code 12OZ Sports. We'll be back in a minute. We're back. It's Cody Jansen with you. World Hockey Report live. Coming to you on the 12-ounce Sports Radio Network show brought to you by Seat Giant, of course. The premier destination for ticket buying if you're in Canada or the States. And when you use promo code 12OZ Sports, well, you're going to save yourself some money on your next ticket buying purchase. Alrighty, we got to talk about those Calgary Flames. Alberta-based show. So yes, we are going to talk about how bad this road trip was. You get shut out three times. Pardon me, twice. It's been three in the past, however. Twice in a row here. 3 nothing by Arizona. A team that has been playing well this year. And Darcy Kemper, obviously proving he's one of the best goaltenders in the NHL. Not going to take anything away from him. But the Flames have to be better. They're playing like a wild card team when this is a team that was first in the West last year. It's unacceptable. It is unacceptable how bad their top guys have been. I get it. Afternoon game, sure, that's a little bit weird. Back-to-back games, yeah, maybe not the most fun. Three goals, Riddick with 21 saves, Kemper finished with 37. Flames power play, not good at all. Again, look at the big guys. Hamannick, Hannafin, minus two. Kachuk, minus two. A lot of minus ones out there against Arizona. Against Vegas. Gaudreau, Monaghan, both going minus five. Are you kidding me? Minus five against Vegas, a team that's been struggling mightily this season out of the gate. And you get shut out 6 nothing by them. This is a division rival now. These are games that, you know, when, when it comes down to the wire, when it comes down to seeding time, these are four-point games. Not that's going to matter for the Flames. They keep playing like this and we don't have to worry about playoffs. Not like they've really been a contender in the first place for a while. But this is just... This is, is it an all-time low? It's a new low for sure. But don't score 9 nothing in the past couple of games. 
Totally, you've got 50 shots on goal. You've allowed 50. Goaltending, not up to par. Offense, clearly not up to par. Defense, you know what? You're not going to win too many games if you're averaging four and a half against. Not in the NHL, just not going to happen. Here, I, I, I did... I mean, I've always said Matthew Kachuk is literally the engine of the Calgary Flames. Well, here's his quote after yesterday's game. Uh, it's disgusting. It's bad. It's bad right now. We need to change this around. Something's got to change here. We've got to get back to the old us and get out of this little funk here because this is not fun. Something has to change. It was end quote back there. I didn't say it, but let's hope you figured it out. Here's what I picked out of this. Something has to change. What is that? What is that? Is it a coaching change? Is it Bill Peters has lost the room? Can he not connect with these guys? I don't really think that's the case. Although I'm not a massive Bill Peters fan. He doesn't really get the most out of his guys aside from Elias Lindholm. But I'm not going to fault him for the poor play of their top star guys. These guys who everyone talks about like they're game changers, whirlwind players. Monaghan and Gaudreau against top teams in the league? They're pretty much invisible. Also, if this is going to be a top team in the league, why are you taking the risk? If you have a team in its so-called prime, supposed to be a contender, why are you even messing around in net? I agree. David Riddick has an opportunity to be a number one goaltender in this league. But he ain't going to win you a Stanley Cup this year. Not a chance. What's it, his second and his third year? He could be one of those guys who isn't a starter until he's around the age of 30. There's still time. You don't have to rush this in. But are David Riddick and Cam Talbot going to be your go-to guys that you think can make a playoff run for you? That's wild. It's wild just to even say that there's a, a thought. Yeah, it sounded like a farting noise. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. It's wild that that might even... I, I don't know. I, I just think that that's horrible. I would rather see teams build from the back end out. And the Flames decor that everyone talks about is oh so good. Well, I think it's kind of proven. Just because they're big names on the back end doesn't mean they're going to gel together. The St. Louis Blues proved that, yes, you need a good balance of those elite-level defensemen and guys who are going to gel together, guys who are going to go to war for every single player in that room, every single shift. The Flames... They are on the exact opposite scale. They're spiraling downhill. This was a horrible weekend for them. And the only way I'm going to wipe this under the rug is if they had their rookie party this weekend. 
I don't know. I haven't asked anyone. I don't have any inside source there that I've dealt with. Doesn't matter to me. That was a horrible 120 minutes of hockey. And if they don't use that as a wake-up call, well, they're going to be in trouble. It's going to be a long finish to this season. Quick little shout-out. Stats guy, Steven Stamkos over the weekend, he had his 400th goal. That's big. For a guy who, yes, sure, might be a little bit tough on him. His playoff performance has not been incredible. But 400 goals, he's battled some adversity. What's his cap? He's he's turning 30 now. Does he get to 600? You gotta think. Just the way Tampa plays. Regular season, I'd say 500 is obviously easy. 600 maybe, yeah. 600 is probably a fair rate. Not sure if I'm going to go over or under that. I don't think my bookie's got the lines. But hey, you might want to check. MyBookie.ag, proud sponsors of World Honky Report Live. And when you use the promo code 12OZSports, they're going to match your deposit up to $1,000. That's MyBookie.ag after the break. Let's talk about those aisles a little bit. We gave them some love last week. And they just keep pouring it on. 14 games without a regulation loss. Points in 14 straight. Not bad for Barry Trotz and crew. It's World Hockey Report Live coming to you on the 12-Ounce Sports Radio Network. The New York Islanders. Points in 14 straight games. This has been whack. This is a team that, yeah, I think everyone kind of shredded early in the year. And I still pains me to do it. Sorry, Isles fans. I don't think your team is an actual cup contender. But I gotta get give you props where they're due. 14 straight points with the game. Down three against Philly. You come back, you win it in a shootout. Here's some teams that they've played over the past 14, has not been slouches. You've got Philly, Toronto, Florida, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, Philly again. you got the Coyotes who are playing good hockey, the Jets, the Blues. Like, the teams that the Islanders have been playing and beating, and beating, yes, they've had a couple of overtime. Losses in there. Actually, I think just one. Kim gets Pittsburgh. It's still wild. This hockey team has no names that make me say I am scared of this hockey team. Matt Barzell does not make me say, oh, I'm, I'm worried if my hockey team is playing against them. They are just all around a good team that works hard. They follow their systems. And this proves what a good coach can do. This isn't Team Canada at the Olympics. 
This isn't a bunch of superstars. This is Barry Trott molding this team, beating it into their brains that this is the style of hockey they're going to play, and this is how they're going to win hockey games. And they're getting it done by committee. Their goaltenders have been lights out. And that's why a few people have brought it up. You know, does it really matter who's in net? Because I don't think it matters that much. For the Islanders, Grice, Varlamov, Leonard, maybe that's why they're fine with letting them go so quick. Because this team, strategically, how they play is better than any other team in the league. The only team that I would say follows systems even remotely close would be the Phoenix Coyotes. Kind of close. Not right there, but on a a similar scale. And I, I really do think that that has to do with Mike Bat or oh boy Babcock. We'll get to him in the next segment. Butchered that one. That's embarrassing. Not a good look. Not a good look. Barry Trot. He has been a-, a wizard, and he helped Washington get over that hump, win their Stanley Cup. And I get it. They let him go. They didn't want to pay that price. He already had one foot out the door, no matter if they won a cup or not. And now he is making that East look silly. How do the New York Islanders have points in 14 straight games, win 13 of their last 14, won't be it? It's impressive. A couple of other things I saw. I did want to talk about. How about that game in the OHL last night? 11-10. Hamilton beat Sudbury. They beat a few NFL teams putting up those points. Canucks retro jerseys. Beautiful. Thatcher Demko. Goalie gear. You know we love to give that them some love. On the show. On the Twitter. Thatcher Demko's gear. Incredible. Biz nasty, I'm sure. If you're a spitting chicklets guy or just a, a Twitter guy in general, might have seen. He's off to the NLL. Hey, big lacrosse guys on 12-ounce sports. Big lacrosse people. I mean, just in general. It's a great community to be a part of. Lacrosse, hockey, they go hand in hand. So yeah, he had his PTO with Vancouver. Can't wait to see some of the content that comes from it. You know it's going to be hilarious. A-plus stuff anytime that guy's around. Also, did you see that couple, whatever? I don't think they're brother and sister. Let's call it a couple. Selfie at the Leafs game. Guy smiles for two seconds. Then he goes back to his pouting face. Kind of a classic Leafs fan. I mean, I get it. Probably sucks to spend 500000 bucks, go to a game at the ACC and watch your team play like trash. That's what we're going to talk about in about a minute. Come back after the break. The Leafs, they are struggling. 
is Mike Babcock on the back nine of his tenure in Toronto. That's all to come. It's Cody Jansen with you on the World Hockey Report Live. How much longer does Mike Babcock have in Toronto? As we're talking about next, it's World Hockey Report Live coming down on the 12-ounce sports radio network, 12-ounce TV if you're watching through the YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, 120zsportsradio.com slash TV, wherever you are getting in from, radio, 120zsportsradio.com slash radio, or through the TuneIn app, find us 12-ounce sports. It's Cody James, and with you, connect with me on Twitter, of course, and Janner31, World Honky Run on Twitter, at World Honky RPT. Always got Adam lighting up the social media there. Best in the biz and 12-ounce sports. Jeff Beck, El Jefe, and the entire crew. You know they're always bringing it. You got scout team in the morning waking you up. Prime time, midday. Well, if you're on the East Coast, I guess it's 1 to 3. It's kind of your afternoon show, midday for us here in Alberta. But Pop DiBiase, primetime capper, he is lighting it up. Hey, there's Monday Night Football tonight. Of course, if you're going to place a bet, one, first and foremost, this is even more important than listening to the primetime capper. No offense. Sorry if you're listening. Yeah, go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code 12OZSports. They're going to match your deposit up to $1,000. Then number two, maybe let's go with 1A and 1B. So this is 1B now, is you listen to the Primetime Angles radio show live on 12-ounce sports midday, 11 to 1. If you're in Alberta, 1 to 3 if you're out east. Because, you know, Pomp is going to bring it for Monday night football. I haven't looked at the lines yet. But looking at the games for tonight, NHL, yeah, it's quiet. You do not have a plethora of games to choose from. But the Chiefs and Chargers, probably a good one. Probably going to be the over. That would be my play. Caps at home against the Ducks. See what you're at for the puck line. But you're probably at the Caps on a decent penny on the puck line. I do not mind that. With how Anaheim's playing. Check the starting goaltenders, of course. But if it's Braden Holtby, he's 9-0-1 in his last 10. Kings and Coyotes could be a good one. Kings are on the road. They don't score much on the road. The Coyotes don't give up much at home. I'd say the under might be your safe play here. Not that I like betting the under. Maybe Coyotes' money line. I I don't think you're going to get real value either way with this one. But my NHL pick of the day is definitely going to be the Washington Capitals on the puck line. Of course, other great shows on the network. You got best bets with Brett. This guy lighting up the college football world. It's a joke how this guy picks games. He's on fire every single week. Then you got Glenn Kaplan. He's coming with the hot takes. Hey, if you want to hear someone talk about some of this Eastern NHL, Glenn is your guy. You got to tune in. Okay, let's wrap up this show. We're going to talk Babcock. Is he on his final stretch? Well, the Leafs have been just trash in 2019. They're under 500 in the actual year of 2019. How does this happen? How do they get away with it? Well, they're the Toronto Maple Leafs. They stay in the media. 
with all of these big signings, all these flashy young players, and they don't win hockey games. They have now lost five in a row. Pittsburgh hammered them. And this is a depleted Pittsburgh Penguins roster. This is not your late 2000s Pittsburgh Penguins. This is a Pittsburgh Penguins roster. A lot of turnover. No Sidney Crosby. Malkin, I still don't even think he's 100%. But that's just my opinion there. They thrash the Leafs 6-1. The Bruins double them up 4-2. The Isles beat them. The Blackhawks beat them 5-4. The Flyers beat them in a shootout. Toronto barely got past Vegas and LA. But they've been struggling this year. It has been a struggle bus for those Leafs. And what is it? What is it? The reason I go to coaching on the Toronto Maple Leafs over their players, I'm still not exactly sold on Freddie Anderson as a number one guy. I'm not exactly sold on Austin Matthews as a top 10 NHL scorer. Maybe top five. Top 10, okay. Top 10 is a little bit of an exaggeration. Or is it? I Oh, now you got me thinking. I don't have to do that on this show. Okay, Austin Matthews, I, I just don't know if he's as elite as Toronto likes to think. Same with Mitch Marner. Their defense, yeah, adding Barry's a great move. Could use a guy like Jake Gardner there, though. Snap that puck around. Snap it up to the forwards. Bing, bang. Morgan Riley's great. But it comes down to why is this team not gelling together? Is it too many young players with big egos that'll just never get along in the dressing room? Is that the problem? Because if it is, okay, then you got to ship some guys out. Then it's on the GM. Then it's on Dubas to pull up your socks. And I mean, in the nicest way possible, get your shit together. Because you can't have that and have potential and expect to be a competitive team. You gotta get at it sooner rather than later. And if the team's gelling good, they just don't have a system that's working for them, then it's on Mike Babcock. That is as simple as possible. Ditch him. Get a guy like Barry Trotz in there. I know they're a dime a dozen. But you need something to change. I know this Toronto team does not want to sit back and play defense. That's not who they are. But who they are also isn't winners. They haven't got out of the first round of playoffs in how long. They can't get past teams like Boston who are good. Who can play all aspects of the game. They're responsible in their own zone. And they stick to the system. I don't think Mike Babcock has any control of this team. It is just a run and gun. Do what you want. Hope for the best. Make your money. Enjoy living in Toronto. Enjoy being in the spotlight. And say you're on the Maple Leafs. That's the vibe that I get from Toronto. Sorry if you feel that way. Or if you don't feel that way, whatever. Of course, let us know on Twitter. At WorldHockeyRPT. A lot of Leafs fans out there would love to know how they want to fix this problem because it is gross. 
And yeah, Toronto, not looking positive right there for you. A couple of quick things I wanted to get at. A couple of stat machines. Kale McCarr, fewest games played to get to 20 career regular season points. It took him 20 games. A couple of guys he's ahead of. Max Vatos, Paul Statsny, Jeff Brown, Dale Hunter. Ever heard of him? Uh, a couple of guys ahead of him. Well, not a bad list. Peter Statsny, Joe Sackick, Real Cluche. Not a clue who that is. Then you got Marion Statsny and Anton Statsny as well. That's some pretty damn good company. And the only other D-men remotely close, Jeff Brown at 24 games. So Kale McCarn, he's the real deal. The only reason he wasn't a first or second overall pick is because he played in the AJ. Which, everyone knows, it's not as good as Major Juniors. It's the only reason. So did did scout, who's to blame for that? Is it scouts? Did scouts not seeing them? Because man, passing up on Kale McCarr, you look pretty stupid now. Hey, Kirby Doc, he had two goals last night. Blackhawks win four one over Buffalo. Doc is the third eighteen year old in Blackhawks history to record a multi goal game, joining Eddie Olchek, eighty five, and Patrick Kane in 07. Artemi Panarin in the Rangers, kind of having a quiet, good season. He's uh, he's rallied nine goals, 14 assists or more in the first 18 games. Puts him up there with some pretty good class. I mean, you got Ron Jobet, Vic Hadfield, Frank Boucher. Hasn't been done in like 40 years. So, Panarin, worth the money? Uh, that's still to be determined. But he's not looking too bad. And Oscar Sundquist has been fined 7400 bucks for his charge on John Gibson. Not sure if he was trying to get out of the way or what. Didn't work out. He's got his fine. Pretty soft, if you ask me. I mean, it doesn't really matter how much you're making at this point. But... 7000 bucks for an NHL player? Yeah, that's really going to stop him. What a joke. NHL fine system. End of the day, the biggest topic here is that whole Matt Calvert. Something has to change. The NHL's got to figure something out, and it's got to be done quick. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Brought to you by Seat Giant, mybookie.ag. Use the promo code 120ZSports wherever you're at. Save yourself some money, get your deposit matched. And we're going to be back on Friday. Hope we get Adam Urban Trout riding shotgun. If not, other guests to be announced on World Hockey's Reports Twitter. At World Hockey RPT, I'm on Twitter at January 31. Have yourself a good Monday. We'll be back here. 12-ounce sports on Friday. Same place, same time. 